Hey, everybody, before we get into the Frank Caliendo cast, uh, the Gruden Knocks Hard edition, uh, episode three, uh, I want to say that at the end of this podcast, uh, there's an appearance by the Sklar Brothers, which is a uh, crazy impression riffing with John Holmberg, who uh, many of you know from uh, this podcast and KUPD as well. And we just go into a bunch of different things. I'm not sure how much sense it makes, but it was kind of like jazz musicians riffing, possibly with a broken trumpet. And I might even have said that later, so if I killed that joke at the beginning of this, just forget you heard it. Uh, Believe me, I forgot I said it until just now. So with that said, uh, enjoy this recap of Hard Knocks, Episode 3. Here we go. All right, it is the Frank Caliendo cast, uh, Gruden style. Oh, but Gruden style. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Football Gruden style. All right, we're going to get a theme song at some point. Uh, I am joined by KUPD's John Holmberg. You just you've been on radio for seventy five years, and you're giving a salute. Thank you, John I don't know, for just destroying. Well, you just started clapping to like make it all work. No, I was I, like, clap, like no. A, the clap was pre-show yeah. to get the uh, all right to but, get the sync of the video and audio. You're giving me shit, but the entire thing is dependent on the clapper. That's what I discovered before this started. Yeah, like, there's an old lady who just woke up and her lights came on. That's what's uh, that's it happens. <laughs> I just realized I didn't turn some of these lights on, and we look fine. All right. Uh, Ken Brown. Yes, drawn to comics, uh, sports fan here. Way to get a plug in there for your wow. comic shop. You, know, you got that in before. He owns a comic book <laughs> shop, and that's more important than the sports that he's going to be talking about today. We're gonna, th- for those of you who are brand new to the show, this is a mixture of a bunch of pop culture and some sports as well. Most people, a lot of people do know me from sports, uh, but in, especially in these first episodes, which are right after Hard Knocks and the Hard Knocks recaps. Uh, we'll be focusing a lot more on sports. Corbin. Hello. Oh. Ford. Boom. Yeah. I was so hyped to actually have something to say in response that I didn't let you finish. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. All right. All right. You, wow, here. you backed off really quick. You, start, <laughs> you had energy for a second and lost it. I bought a Fiesta at Corbin Ford once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's dressed like it. He's dressed like he's going to sell Why are you wearing a tie on this show? What is? The- you know, it's funny. I never took it off since I've been here, but Big Boss came in today at my job, so I dressed up a little bit. And tell everybody where you work. Work at a library, you know? Libraries are great. Hey, Which explains why he's so quiet. Yeah, I was going to say, he's <laughs> yeah. still there. You know, it's definitely a thing. All right. Scott Long joining us from Indianapolis. Thanks for having me. I hope you have snacks like uh, Gruden had at <laughs> that's, the end. That's how we're going to end every show here. The Frank Caliendo cast is going to be, let's have some snacks, guys. Come on. <laughs> Who brought the Gardettos? That's the reason why I'm here. <laughs> and that voice is Drew Powell. Uh, you may know him hey, from uh. Gotham. Uh, also, uh, what's some of the other stuff you've done, Drew? I should have looked it up, but I'm not really a <laughs> yeah, little I house am, in the I prairie. Yeah. that stuff. Come on, Frank. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you don't even know what you know. That's the best part. Just <laughs> yeah, make it up. Yeah, yeah, let me just IMDb myself real <laughs> yeah. quick. He's a GSM uh, I mean, at Corbin Ford. I've been on the office, uh, you know, uh, I just did, uh, Chicago PD, uh, uh, stuff. Here's a funny thing. Uh, Drew and I have been going back and forth for a while. Uh, we, we, we met through the Bob and Tom radio show. Uh, you do a little Tom. I do a little Tom. Do a little Tom. You know uh, what he's talking about right now, the Bob and Tom show. Uh, uh, Tom is uh, one of us, and Bob is uh, the other, and we have people, and we talk. Those are called guests. And guests are <laughs> someone. Thanks. All right. All right. Uh, he's cut me off. Thanks. Now, that no, means no, no. what you're giving me a clue to do now is quiet down, and that's, uh, that's a cue. A so, cue. Uh... <laughs> Cut, cut that, Toledo. <laughs> so, but we have talked. No, absolutely. The, 
Oh, so Drew and I had gone back and forth texting and stuff because we heard each other on the Bob and Tom show. He grew up in Indianapolis or in, in, in yes, Indiana sir. and now lives in Los Angeles. And we'd gone back and forth. And then he worked on Chicago PD, which my my dad's cousin, Jeannie Caliendo, is actually a uh, is a, a director or a, she's a UPM. What, producer. What, yeah, she's yeah, a UPM. producer on oh, the wow. show. And. I'd actually texted her at one point and said, "Hey, uh, I just told Drew you're working on the show, and he was up for a role." And she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're we're bringing him on." I'm like, "Drew, they're bringing you on. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fra- Frank told me the job before my agents did. Yeah, he, he's he's so connected. Yeah, I but have... also Frank, we have the same birthday too. We're, oh, we're, that's right. Uh, I forgot January nineteenth. Birthday bros. Yeah, and t- John yeah. Holmberg has the same birthday as my son, uh, Joey Caliendo. Which is crazy, and uh, we're both kind of evil. Yeah, well, he's my son's. It's real. true. Your son is evil. <laughs> well, he's very yeah. funny. He uses me as an example when he does something evil. Now you said his mom yelled at him. Yeah, and my and, wife. And he said, uh, "Right, that was, that works." Out. Yeah. See what a wife is. It's usually easy. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what he did. I'll tell you. We'll we'll put this out there. This is what Joey did. So he named his phone oh. Jeffrey Epstein's phone. Yeah. So when people, <laughs> so when people. <laughs> So, he's like so when, he's 15 okay. he's a software so when people try to airdrop around him they see that come up but the best part was how, how he told us about it was in a lobby at a hotel i'm sitting there. i'm like hey joey how you been man this was in the lobby at, at for the, the raider right and we're all just kind of waiting and joey just sits there quietly frank and i are talking about what's going to go on what he's going to do with the raider thing to, uh, and and joey goes i just named my phone jeffrey epstein's phone when people airdrop stuff they're going to think he's here and I start laughing. And he looks at me with that look like, good. <laughs> and evidently, Michelle got mad at him. My, my wife got mad at him, and she goes, what's that? And he goes, Holmberg thought it was funny. Yeah, like I'm the guy that oh, she's like, well, in that under the bus. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. Because I had to right pretend on. like I didn't think that evil moment was brilliant. It was great. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> no, it's not. It's awful. Yeah, did It's you awfully that? good. Did we talk about that, the Jeffrey Epstein's picture? That they keep showing you. The news you brought it up. To looks me. like Joe Rogan's old man app. <laughs> yeah, the face, the face like, app on the face yeah. app on Joe Rogan. When people do the old age, yeah, it looks it's kind of like it's yeah. him. Anyway, yeah. there's a conspiracy there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna get into this episode of Hard Knocks. It was uh, weird for me because I was the open and the close. Uh, the Raiders had called me. We got into this a little bit last week. But the Raiders had called me moments before, uh, not moments before, they called me at like or texted me at maybe 2 in the afternoon and said, hey, come on down, John wants you to talk to the team. And this is from John through someone else. And I'm like, okay. So I uh, <laughs> packed up my ping pong paddle. I, uh, no, that's actually <laughs> that's kind true. of it's true. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I said, I'm going to I'm going down uh, there. And, and I told I said to John, hey, you want to come down there with me? Uh, because he's brought John Holmberg has brought me to William Shatner. And uh, we've had some great moments to to share some time together and do stuff like that. So I brought down uh, John down with me. And uh, so we're waiting in the hotel area uh, in the lobby. And I'm just I'm only worried. I, I thought, what better way to start this off than sing? As John Gruden, it's not thinking that I'm not really a singer. I never have sung, and to sing in an impression uh, is a tougher thing as well. And I thought it's funny in my head. I watched it on TV, and in my head, I thought I was singing pretty well. And I'm just talking it. I'm just talking it. Sometimes, so I have to tell you the whole story. They cut it really well. It was a great editing job. Because I froze completely. At a, after I said, John Gruden, University of Dayton, 
I'd do this shit for free. <laughs> After I said That's that, a great line. Yeah, I was gonna start singing, but then everything on earth went blank for me. I had nothing. I had the empty feeling, and I felt like Hunter Renfro did in the week before his episode <laughs> because I was just scared to like. I had nothing, and I was trying to sing for like a minute, maybe not a minute, maybe five seconds. Would you say five seconds, John? Uh, there was a there was a good gap, maybe ten, twelve seconds. Really, yeah, that long? I mean, like you're just kind of doing the face. Yeah, people were eating it up, so there was yeah. kind of momentary laughs that made that gave you another start. Yeah, so it felt like timing. But knowing you, and because I was in the lobby with you, we were like we we're going over kind of some stuff. Yeah, and, and because we had John and I were pinging back and forth with tons of jokes. Yeah, tons yeah, of I jokes. Was overdoing it. None of them got done <laughs> because I was so. I also did not know that when I was going into the room, I thought I was walking immediately onto stage, yeah. and John Gruden was going to be there. But I had to walk through all the players, and it was like a, a, a mass of metahumans yeah. that I was just walking my way through. I didn't know where anybody was. I didn't really. I couldn't. I didn't make out any faces. I just saw giant gamma radiation yeah. changed <laughs> human beings, which sitting down were the same height as you, maybe taller. As well, yeah, there's a couple of them who were. It was un. But you don't even know it because in the lobby when we're waiting to go on. Which, which makes it funny because behind the scenes when I'm watching the whole thing, and I'm so proud of you, but I'm watching the whole thing. You were in the lobby, and every once in a while, it would get quiet, and Frank would just go, sometimes <laughs> in my life. And he's working on it. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's good. I like that. And he's like, no, I did. And he's working on lyrics he's yeah. going to throw in. He's going to change some I'll stuff. I'll forget the words. Yeah, and then when he got up there, he's like, uh, all right, guys, we're going to do this thing. And I'm like, all right, here he goes. He's going to sing. And he just stared for a few <laughs> seconds, and then but he did the face, so everybody laughed. But I was, and then you started like you, you once you committed, it was deep in. Yeah, you were you were head words. First. I was hoping, I was praying, I was, <laughs> words would come out, and nothing. I could yeah. feel it in the pit of my stomach, and I I could sing here a million times. It would be no issue, but they're just looking at these faces yeah. like, "What are you gonna do next?" Yeah, yeah. kind of a feeling. So, uh, another funny thing, I thought they were gonna get a lot. They had. The camera out in the hallway when we're yeah. waiting to go in, and I'm talking to Deuce the whole time, John Gruden's son, who makes me look like uh, uh, Frank Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, height? Yeah, yeah. He, no, he no, yeah, he's a powerhouse. I <laughs> oh mean, he God. basically uh, he could be Ram Man yeah. in He Man, or yeah, if you're a Marvel fan, the Juggernaut. Yeah, I mean, completely. he's on the Juggernaut. <laughs> So, I mean, he's just a little, he's a bowling ball. It's unbelievable. But he's just looking at me like, you're messing with my dad, man. And they all have the Gruden look, like everybody bounces a little bit. Like everybody's, all the Grudens are constantly doing karaoke in their head. (laughs) It's following the bouncing ball, man. So that happens. I go up there. I do, I forget a ton of jokes. Like I look at Derek Carr. He's, I, it just escaped me. I don't know if, because I was so worried about the singing, but he's got he never has sleeves on. And I wanted to go, you know, Derek Carr right there, man. I didn't recognize you with the sleeves on. Show those guns. Man. <laughs> I wanted to do all these jokes. I had we had like tons yeah. and just none of it came out. But the editing was great. And they weren't going to focus that episode on me the whole time anyways. But it was great. And and I, I, I was looking at Twitter and uh, some of the other social media it was going on. People were going crazy yeah. for it. One. I think is part of the, part of it because nobody's ever seen me swear like that. No, nobody's me seen. I have. Throw, yeah, you have. Because yeah, you, know, you know the real me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the f bombs and yeah. like it just it fit the character because the rest of the show it's just constant. But uh, what I really like too before we get to the, everything that isn't me on this show um, 
was also that Gruden references the the uh, Glennon neck thing yeah. later. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. It's all the whole episode was a Hunter Renfro, Renfro singing, uh, and and that. And what's great about that is that was taped before you did your thing, the Renfro stuff. So them including that, their editing is. But this show is really so good, beautifully edited in two days. Yeah, I mean it's unreal how much footage they have to go through to get what they got, but to tie it together back to I mean just have a theme running through. With the Renfro stuff, that was great. And I wish, because I didn't see anything going into that room, I wish I had seen Gruden with the glasses on. Because I would have yeah. gone over there and grabbed those Mrs. Claus glasses <laughs> and checked Santa's list. I, I definitely, I would have been on that in a heartbeat. So with that all said, and talking about how uh, I was there for that episode and, and started that out, um, I missed a lot of the beginning, so you guys, I'm going to need because I was my brain was still churning like all the stuff I could have done, and I I was really happy with how they put it together because yeah. they did they could have made me look really not no. I don't know about bad you couldn't look bad it was it was a great no matter what if they could have filmed it from front to back and this is not blowing smoke because you know I'd tell you but from from top to bottom it was just great all the way through the reaction was great everything you did that night was just on point that room we talk about uh, a lot was so oh, yeah. positive. And yeah. such a great feeling inside Good that point. room that I mean, it's like you go on a stage and you just know, like, oh, this, this is candy. There was huge energy yeah. in there when I walked in. And they knew who I was and they knew what was about to happen and they were excited about it. And last year when I showed up for the Raiders, midway through the season, it was like you could have heard a pin drop. I was listening to Gruden even outside and it was there was not that no. kind of energy. And when we... When we got there, you could feel it from the outside of the room. Yeah, yeah, it, was it was a palpable room. Fantastic. So with that said, I'm going to need you guys to help me guide through the first, uh, you know, first 40 minutes of the show. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's really it. It was that whole episode was about how happy everybody was. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, J- Gruden smiled his way through that whole freaking episode. Yeah. Yeah, he really – and it wasn't the – it was – he's had in the cu- past couple episodes, he's had the evil smirk. This was a lot more of pleasant Gruden, as pleasant as he can be. Uh, so there was a lot more of that, and he, a lot more. They were still kind of smartassy moves, yeah. you know, things he was saying, but they were in fun. He had well. what you called the "I have a secret Gruden face." Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm watching, <laughs> watching the uh, last week's episode. He was pure dynamic. And I'm thinking, who is he like? Because he dominates the room. He's like Jack Nicholson as a coach. He's got this kind of attitude, and he just dominates things. And last week, he was almost like the Joker in Batman. He was like going over the top. And this week, he pulled back like he was being actor John Gruden, actor Nicholson like he was about Schmidt. Or something like that, where he was low key, John yeah. Gruden. So it was a real different kind of energy. You actually were the high energy John Gruden of the episode. Yeah, there was uh, one of the things you say about that, and some when it's interesting that you say Jack Nicholson because sometimes when I do an impression, it merges into somebody else as well. And when I hear John do Gruden, sometimes I hear, but I hear a little it's bit of. Jack. It, sometimes yeah. there's a real Jack Nicholson yeah. to it. Do a little bit of that. <laughs> Which one, Jack? Or no, do, uh, yeah. do, do, do Gruden. 
No, no, I don't know if I can <laughs> it's do it. It's hard. <laughs> you can tell. I don't know, man. It's like when I kind of turn it into both of them. Yeah, it's it, it's somewhere in the middle because I remember when I first started doing a Bill Walton impression, yeah. and it's just that close to John yeah. Matt. Yeah. They're so close that they merge and go back and forth sometimes. Wow. But there are moments where John Gruden looks like Robin Williams. Yeah. Have you noticed As that? A char- his hair oh, yeah. looks like a bad Robin Williams character. Yeah, I don't. I still don't understand what's happening to the back of his head. That's that's not a <laughs> chasing the top. Yes, uh, it's chasing the top. <laughs> yeah. It's running around. It, it, it there, there's a caboose and no engine in that thing. Um, so Ken, you had a point. What you wanted to talk about with? Um... Yeah, it's like well, with Gruden, this week couldn't have gone better either. First yeah, of all, I want to hit on this too. I mean, they destroyed the Cardinals this week. And you're a big Cardinals fan. You yes. live in Phoenix. Very big Cardinals. Let's 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 be honest about where was, this is coming from. It was it was a rough week for me as a Cardinals fan. I said too, we were all ready to see Kyler Murray like let go for a quarter and a half of seeing this kid just light up the league like everybody's been telling us everywhere you look, not just in Arizona, but back in, you know, St. Paul, Minnesota, Miami, Florida. You know, they know they would want Kyler Murray over Josh Rosen with the Dolphins right now. But this was our first real look at Kyler Murray, and the Raiders made it look like it was a Super Bowl championship with the Seahawks defeating the Broncos that year. Peyton Manning broke all the records. Yeah, but you have to remember, this is the preseason. Not, I was on a sports show this week, and they're like talking about uh, how this is so bad for the Cardinals. And I'm like, Bill Belichick loses the first three or four yeah. out of six games every year at the beginning of the regular season. The only thing the Cardinals are doing in the preseason that is uh, completely screwed up for the whole season is they're not playing the Webster theme song every time Kyler Murray comes on the field because that's all I care about. <laughs> if I heard, ooh, 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 then came you, you made me leap without taking a look. <laughs> I never saw for, sorry. It, it feels like as a rational sports fan and rational sports media, they would look at it as the preseason. But they're trying yeah. to crucify Kingsbury and Kyler Murray this whole preseason. Like Rex Ryan earlier this week saying, oh, I hope this guy's out of the league. Yeah, talking about. Oh, I didn't even hear that. What was that about? Well, like more or less, Rex Ryan was insulting Cliff Kingsbury as like there's no reason he should be playing this kind of football in this type of league. Coaching uh, or his way, the air raid offense. Yes, and there was all this pretty boy football talk this year. Oh, right. And I'm kind of going, you guys just got to give this a chance, but nobody in the NFL seems to want media wise. I don't say nobody. That's like blanket statementing, but. Where there's a lot of hate towards Kingsbury and Kyle Murray right now, even before the season starts. Old school guys don't want to see phone breaks and you know orange wedges and Capri Suns handed out in the middle of practice, and that's what I mean. The guys like Gruden are not going to go for that kind of coaching. Well, that's why he doesn't have a job right now. Guys, the league is – you can't tackle anymore. The league is all going to be offense, and it's going to become more and more offense. It's going to be closer and closer to college because they're not going to allow the defense to – hit as hard. I mean, human beings just move so quickly and are so powerful now at the highest level. Bone and ligaments and tendons don't develop the same way muscle does. And they're trying to figure out a way to make the league work. And the way is, you can't play defense the same way and offense sells tickets. Yeah, but Super Bowls are won by defenses still. Even last year. last year. That's why Belichick's crazy. Uh, Drew, you were nodding. Did you have something there? Well, just that uh, I think you're right. You know, I, I just signed my son up for flag football, even though I swore he'd never play football. Uh, I was supposed to be in that movie Concussion, and it conflicted with Gotham. But I did all my research, and, and that CTE stuff is scary as heck. And I think that, that you know, the, the NFL has got to deal with that, too. 
you know. Oh, absolutely. You, uh, you know, you remember all those? Uh, what was the ESPN gig they had? Uh, not you got knocked out. Oh yeah, uh, they used to yeah. do on Monday Night Countdown. All right. of that stuff, you know, that we grew up with. Man, they they can't. That's bad PR, man. Moms yeah. aren't going to let their kids. Play that used football. to be the thing that everybody looked forward to, yeah. right? You, that everybody sure. gets smashed, yeah. and that was what everybody wanted to see. Now, could you imagine a football? I remember this is how much football has evolved and changed. And I, yeah, I, there, the barbarian me in me thinks it's terrible, but the human in me is like, eh, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You got to protect people. Uh, yeah. But my uncle used to send me – I tell these, this story because it's just my, uh, like so much how the world has changed. My uncle used to send me uh, – because he lived in Chicago. We lived in the Milwaukee area. Uh, Eight-foot by five-foot Bears posters that he used to turn in his camel bucks for. His cigarette <laughs> miles would be turned in to give you a poster. Scott, you had something? Well, you're talking about generational. The early in the – broadcast you probably didn't see it because you were still caught up trying to break down you <laughs> as part of the show i should have done that i should have live streamed right. that, man Start break down his shirt though <laughs> yeah your shirt is like I yeah. it's like a pack well, of bumblebee man <laughs> last time i checked this was a podcast but uh, okay so <laughs> there was a there was one of the younger players uh that would just coming in the league and he is bummed out completely i think it was abram about his madden score Oh, right. And and I'm watching this and I'm thinking, this has got to be if you're a designer of Madden, it's the only like maybe any other pro sport where you're designing a video game and you've got to actually hear scuttlebutt back from the people that you're creating. Like if you create Angry Birds you're not hearing birds complain. Well, you're or talking- if you're like, <laughs> you're your pimps about- are not bitching about, you know, how they're underscored on how much their hoes are bringing in on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but on on Madden, you've got these players doing that. Why is my say- mustache look so yeah. big? <laughs> Give me a little Gruden as an angry bird. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We man we let's get some snacks <laughs> snacks works for everything Not i think, pigs out, I think they're being the pigs out of there man that's look true. out for those green i, I didn't think that was that uh, a really cool part of the, the show though like I, I didn't realize i actually sent guys to training camp my son just got yeah. mad in 20 i would like uh some uh a- advertising dollars for that yeah, too, yeah right uh, but but that, that that that's that they're trying to get scuttlebutt that was fascinating and the guys are like oh yeah waller's gonna be the breakout who, by the way, that dude looks like he's chiseled out of rock. Yeah, looks like he was, he's going to have that model contract by the end of this season. Yeah, it was. I mean, just it is funny how the players care. Could you? I, you couldn't even think about that. That's how much the world has changed. Twenty years ago, nobody thought about what they looked like in a video game. No. It didn't matter. But that's yeah. PR for your brand now. That's something yeah. totally. Don't worry, Corbin. We'll actually talk about NBA 2K later. All he, the only reason he's here is to, to have his basketball rant in a little while. I was like, we got 35 people. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Corbin. You don't have to pretend like you like football. <laughs> well, Ken, what do you got? We, we grew up during the Tech Mobile era. Every single yeah. player was not. Did you ever hear Walter Payton complain about his like right. rating or Probably Albert care. Bentley say, "Dude, I'm behind Eric Dickerson, and I'm just as fast as you know oh, Dickerson." Wow. And you don't. You know who's going to be kind of stuff. I guarantee you, this is getting under AB skin. 
everything bothers him. And you saw it in the episode tonight. It seems like with him not being a, a, a 100 and uh, Hopkins over in, in Houston is a 99, the highest rated receiver. Yes. I, I've, I've been a Steeler fan my whole life. I've watched AB for 10 years. Just when you thought it, would, it was too silly to be annoyed, I think that's another thing that gets him. It, it just the, the dude just seems in he left can't. Field. There's no focus. None. Maybe, yeah. maybe the whatever medicine he should be on Dose. is not allowed by the yeah. NFL. I don't oh, know. Maybe, I don't either. You know? Could you imagine what's yeah. the what's the what's the the um, the focus medicine? What's it Riddle. called? Adderall. 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 Okay. I mean, he looks <laughs> like don't he ask could me use, how I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to learn some lines last week. It's a neurotrophy. <laughs> I, 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 when I was. Go ahead, Frank. No, go ahead. It's, it's, no, it's, no, it's yours. No. Your, your show now. Scott okay, Long cast. No, Finally. Go ahead. Finally. And uh, I brought up that video game thing because I'm trying to uh, kind of audition for your other podcast. That's why I brought that up. But, <laughs> no, it's all um, the same podcast now, so you're going to come on. Oh, it's just oh it is? Great. Great. Yeah. great. So you're talking so about can, so can Antonio we cut this Brown. segment then? Can we cut this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to go fashion, fashion model <laughs> for yeah, a rugby exactly. team? Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So Antonio Brown, you know, you're you're I thought the most focused he was was when he was with his personal trainer meets analytics guy. Yes. And that just shows how different we are. Remember when your personal trainer was like Mick for for Rocky <laughs> and he's chasing a chicken? And now now our guy is watching a laptop, looking at numbers, listening to a guy who sounds like he was in Oasis. Yeah. I mean, it's very <laughs> different. Aussie with the man bun. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, totally. It was just so different. And and John's talking about being under your skin, which is kind of like the whole key to Antonio Brown at this point. It's his feet, you know, that yeah. are under his skin. But it, it's just been kind of crazy. But he does amp up that show. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know he was—he was the one guy that just pops on that team. Yeah, and we have barely scratched the surface on all the players. I got a feeling that the Raiders are trying to keep people away from Richie Incognito. You're not seeing—you yeah. saw a, a second of him, and he's still again. He was seen as the voice of reason again yeah. this week. Uh, which was another yes. joke that I missed with that crowd. Like, you know your team's crazy when uh, yeah. Richie Incognito yes. is Dr. <laughs> Phil of yeah. the squad. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, what? I thought you oh, had yeah. No, I was going to say, well, the one thing about Antonio Brown with that, too, is the analytics guy was clearly hired by Antonio Brown to say, uh, get a confirmation bias thing going here and prove that I'm as good as I say yeah. I am, and then we'll put yeah. it on TV. And then, and because totally. his, his line saying, you know, men lie, women lie, but analytics don't lie. I mean, if you hired yeah. a guy who told you you could be better, he wouldn't work for Antonio Brown. Right. That's well, right. In, uh, here's a little thing. You brought up the boys last week, yeah. the, the uh, Amazon Prime show. Uh, that's all about the superheroes going corporate. No other place does it reflect uh, yeah. sports more than in that part of the episode yep. where it's you just see a little bit of marketing going on. Gruden even tells Antonio later, he's like, you're a, you're a uh, global corporation. Man. Yeah, you're a corporation, yeah. Yeah. man. I mean, he I tells understand him. understand how difficult yeah. it is. He's trying to relate to him. You're in the middle of a hostile words. takeover. Did you guys, did you guys see that as uh, – relating or an like he feels like he's got no connection with this guy and he's like hey i'm trying to be your friend here and and antonio's Absolutely. just like that blank face of 
You know, that vapid look but, like, I'm here, that's enough. But Gruden also said... I mean, I Frank, you, you know Gruden, player. right? Because yeah. isn't isn't he... Sorry, guys, but isn't... I mean, this has got to be killing him. That yeah, a guy would is. walk out of training camp and then he wouldn't have his ass? Pardon yeah. my French. He I mean, can't. like, that has got to be killing him. Well, yeah, I think because Gruden is the alpha in the room no matter where he is. And he can't be that around A.B. Because A.B. Yeah. won't... I think he'll shut down and go away. Yeah. And the Gruden is cognizant of that. I think at that moment, what's happening, I think Gruden's kind of doing two things. He's kind of trying to feel out the situation. He's also kind of trying to guide him. But even with that, there's a little bit of the Chucky going yeah. on where there's He's an under- fed up with it. Yeah, there's the an scenes, undertone they, of that. Because that Mike Mayock quote came from those two sitting in, in a room we did not get to see right. saying I'm done with yeah, it. Right. And there was that Antonio Brown moment where it's interesting you say that because I thought that too when Antonio was telling him thanks for putting up with everything I do you have no say I'm almost done. Right. Essentially that's what he told John Gruden. Gruden had to be the big brother at that point. Gruden 10 years ago yeah. would not have listened to him. Uh, I mean, Gruden 10 years back. ago waits for him to go to sleep and yeah. stabs him yeah. Yeah. over and over and over <laughs> with yeah. a fork, yeah. man. What did you have, Ken? Oh, That's pretty much it. I mean, the main thing I got out of that point is Gruden was telling him, like, enough of this shit. Let's yeah. play football. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a real difficult thing for a guy who's about order. He's an all. He's a big-time preparation guy. Uh, I mean, I think they all are in the NFL. Um Drew, you've been around the, the the Colts quite a bit. You see that in that organization? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, th- I had a fascinating dinner with Matt Stover one night. Remember Matt Stover, yeah. kicker for Baltimore, yes. and then he kicked for us when Vinatieri had his year off a uh, groin issue. And he said he, you know, he's been in a lot of locker rooms in his career. He was Brown first, and and he said when he got now this is back in the you know this was back pre luck, but. He said the thing about that locker room was you went in and it was all business. He's like, I've never been in a locker room that was more all business. And that started at the top with Manning. Um, you know, I think, it, you know, it's it's transitioned a little bit. But Luck is a similar football nerd. Uh, if he doesn't have as much command as, as Peyton yet, you know, he will. Uh, I, I was around those guys a few weeks ago at a celebrity basketball tournament. And they're great athletes and they're all very serious. But, uh, you know. As a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, John, I mean, we're looking at a guy who got hugely rewarded yeah. for being an a-hole. Well, I mean, the, and the, so he's like, "Well, why wouldn't I just keep doing that?" And, right. and watching him with the Steelers as a fan, you know, you're, you're like, you know, everybody takes their own team to another level of like, "Oh, I, I you know, I'll make excuses for you, this and that." There was stuff yeah. he did that even as a, a diehard Steeler fan, all my friends and I were like, "I'm done with this guy." The Facebook thing, you're yeah. like, "All right, he apologized. He's not going to do anything like that again." Two weeks later, yep. he's doing something just as dumb. Two weeks later, Juju Smith is named MVP of the team by the team. He doesn't play week 16. And he says, I just didn't feel like coming that week. Everybody who's watched him knew exactly what that was. And then he doesn't show up. And, and Tomlin gets yep. the heat. And the Steelers are out of control. Ben has you know no friends. But when he goes to the Raiders, I mean, it's, everyone's exonerated. Within, within three weeks of training yep. camp, the Steelers' whole yeah. last two years have been Oh, sorry, we were mean to you. It's him, right? Wow. And and he's done that uh, consciously, which makes me think there's something not right. You just look at his eyes. Yeah, and you can, it's it's you ever yeah. when, you ever date a crazy woman, and you're just like, <laughs> we ha- there's an option. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know you date somebody you think they're really nice, and then you just see there's the yeah. I'm sure there's guys like that too. It's just not my thing, yeah. I guess. But you see. After a while, you see the crazy eyes, and you're like, oh, my goodness, how did I 
All your friends see it. Uh, yeah, your friends yeah. see the eyes. Like Tommy, that's Tommy yeah, Davidson's yeah. great joke. Like, you don't know? She's Viet Cong, man. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it yet? She's, Viet, she's got the <laughs> missile and the hat, and she's screaming like she's going to kill everybody. She's Viet Cong. No, she cares about me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. look, when he, when he was pouring the drip or whatever, he was making the, the Gatorade thing. Yeah. And he had that whole, I was like, I'm like, that dude has got to be on something. He's might. if he's not, yeah. holy yeah. cow. It felt like he was. When yeah. we were watching the end of that, I'm like, he feel, he sounds like he's on drugs. Yeah, when you're hanging out with somebody who's yeah, on totally. him and they haven't told you yet, and you're like, something's not right. Yeah. But the mic and the camera change everything. Every time he was with the Steelers and he was mic'd up, or he had that, he had an uh, internet show he did. Uh, call what's happening or something like that. Not that wasn't it. That he reenacted what's happening. He was re- he did yeah. rerun dance. <laughs> hey, Raj. And it was weird. I mean, just I mean, you just thought he's got to be high. No, he had a thing, and he would go around and interview guys in the locker room. And when the camera was on, there was an AB that you saw around the Gatorade thing. He knew the camera was on him. He's a, he's red light Antonio. When that's on, you see what he wants you to see, and it's a performance. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a whole lot of real home there. I don't. I think he's lost mm-hmm. himself. In this persona, he's yeah, very, yeah, like maybe, like it's what I don't remember when we talked about it, but it's I think it was uh, maybe earlier today, but it was Tony Stark. Oh, it's Drew. We were yeah. talking where Tony yeah. Stark. Where uh, I'm getting him confused. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> now has played Tony Stark so much that he's thinks he's Tony Stark. Like he's he's like we're going to yeah. we're going to solve. All the world's problems with this nanotech. It hasn't been invented yeah, yet. Yes. No, I did. Iron Man 3. No, that's, that's not real. Yeah. That didn't, that's pretend. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the pretend world. Well, tell that to my chauffeur who's a robot. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. I, I, but I think there yeah. might be some of that where he's, he's become all the time. Oh, okay. Another example in the regular world would be a salesman, a salesperson. Yeah. When you ever been around a salesperson where at work they're the salesperson and they go home and they're a regular person, but after a while that salesperson mentality yep. is everywhere. It's the basis for Better Call Saul. He's yeah. trying yeah. to be yes. something other than slipping Jimmy, but he can't, and then eventually he just goes, This is what I'm going to do. This is where yeah. I'm paid. And he becomes yeah. that guy. And I think we're seeing it. Ray, I always, uh, Ray Lewis reminds me of that, too. Great players fall into that thing where they just become their persona more than themselves yeah. and say crazy stuff, and people are just like, there oh, he goes. The mama mentality. Which, which, yeah, yeah. which yeah. by the cool. way, uh, bonus uh, footage, what would you call it? Bonus uh, sound from the Sklar brothers at the yeah. end of this podcast who were on Better Call Saul. Oh, that's uh, Yeah, they played the brothers uh, at the record store. That's a ABQ music. Oh, gosh, they were so good. Uh, and that was <laughs> one of the most envious moments of my life is seeing them pop on uh, to the screen on Better Call Saul and going, Saying what every actor, Drew, and maybe you can attest to this, what every actor's ever said when you see somebody you know uh, in a role, go, how did they get yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. text them immediately. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's what you say. Good for, good. Them. Good for them. You. <laughs> I text them immediately. I, I text <laughs> Randy or Jason. I don't know whose number yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't know which. And I, I text them like, come on, how did this happen? Yeah. And, yeah, oh, and, he, and they text me back, thanks for watching. <laughs> What a jerk. Yeah, but they're brilliant. Yeah, it was pretty but good. they will be on at the end of this Touché. podcast. Also, uh, the full interview will be on Alan Frank uh, the, later this week. But the, we did a riff of a bunch of Berman stuff and uh, Stephen A. Smith stuff. And I think they even got into Johnny Carson. Yeah. That'll be at the end of uh, this podcast.
podcast, and then the full interview with them will be on Alan Frank Try to Be Serious uh, later in the week. Um, so uh, any other points you guys wanted to hit? I'm just going through my notes uh, that I didn't take, uh, my mental notes uh, of things that I wanted to hit Can't on. Let me read your notes real quick. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> All wow. I know is I am going to say boof from now on when yeah. something good happens in my life. That is, that is the biggest hit. Yeah. Boof. <laughs> boof. F and A. Yeah. Boof. <laughs> One thing I wanted to point out, Luke Wilson may be a time traveler or something because what man in his 20s talks to other men in his 20s about his hype music being Ozzy Osbourne's uh, like, no, more like, yeah, no More Tears. It's like, yeah, I was listening to that and there are guys, you should get into that, right? And it's like, who? He's like what? You know, Ozzy. He's like, Wallow, yeah, you don't know yeah. that? He's like, hey, man, you guys should really like, like that, right? We're like all the same yeah, age, yeah, right? He... 25, right? That's 35-year-old song. <laughs> It's like, what's he doing? Like, nobody can relate to Luke Wilson's, like, stuff that was dude, weird. There's that a- dude goes home and has a case of Labatt yeah. and listens to Rush all <laughs> night long. <laughs> He's got Rush on a loop. He's got Bo- yep. Bob and Doug McKenzie on some TV screen somewhere. <laughs> Turned down. So, speaking of singing, John Gruden singing Happy Birthday oh, yeah, yeah. might have been one of the great moments because yeah. oh, I, I don't know what that was, but that was worse than me yeah. trying to sing. He's never heard Happy Birthday. Oh. Happy Birthday no. to you. Yeah. <laughs> Happy it's birthday. like he started the song with the end of the song. Yeah, yeah. Happy Birthday to you. That's <laughs> totally true. true. <laughs> He was I. He could sing the one 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 Beatles song. What would you do if I sang on a tune? Walk out on me. Like I didn't realize how close my Gruden singing actually was yeah. to the. Oh but yeah, the real you thing. nailed him. Pretty there. Uh, it's uh, the whole episode designed around my uh, yeah. my faulty comedy. Yeah, you didn't know two days earlier he was singing to Mike Mayock. I didn't know anything. I didn't realize his birthday was a couple days later. Yeah. The day it was there was Mayock's birthday. Oh, that yeah. Uh, I I didn't realize a lot of stuff because I was so busy trying to sing. And I texted you, John, later, and I said, uh, yeah, maybe I should have paid attention to more of what I was good at. And your text back was basically, (laughs) nobody's ever said I should have worked on my secondary material. Yeah, yeah, nobody's ever said I got to work harder on what I can't do. Yeah. That was yeah. not not for a performance. Yeah, no, no, no. Not for an not like on an, stage, an impromptu performance, right. first time. But I I do look back at that and go, oh, I wish I'd have had a couple more takes. But the way they edited it together, so good. That was great, Scott. Any more thoughts? Brent Musburger is eighty years old. I looked it up today. <laughs> eighty. I'm not kidding. And he sounds that good. Yeah. The whole time the I'm watching between watching him and then there's you know the Raiders as you brought up have a uh, a $60 million dollar Gatorade barista on the sideline yeah. yeah. serving up <laughs> drinks. So that, that's what I got from the show this week. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was good. I, I felt like uh, if this podcast can't take off after Frank's hard work this yeah. week, what is going to happen? You know? yeah. So that was yeah. cool. So he's basically saying, yeah, if you didn't see results by tomorrow, you're not going yeah. back here next week. That's silly. This is silly. Yeah. If nothing happens now, it's not going. You're going to be on again next week. Yeah, right? Come on. It's over. It's over. History. Yeah. If they edit in some yeah. more Frank next week, maybe. My heart will go on. <laughs> Come on. Near, near far. Wherever. Near far. Near, near far. Near far. <laughs> it's it's uh, Gruden and Madden. Near. I, I, love the, the, I love the moment when he's talking to the dude with the shirt off. And then 
like like uh, you know yeah. the guy's yes. been gone for 10 seconds and he yeah. just to himself like those days are over <laughs> self-aware gruden might be the yes, best part yeah, of the there whole were thing. a yeah. lot of great little yeah. self-aware moments yeah. uh Good. that were a lot of fun and the fact like we'd said uh, maybe earlier in the podcast but definitely while we were watching Ten year ago, Gruden doesn't no. touch any of that. He no. stays away from it's. It's what I've been talking about in comedy. You've all, I think, I, John, always done it on the radio. Is truth uh, acting? You know, Drew. It always comes from yeah. truth. When you act, sure. if you can find the truth, people can see it. And those truthful moments from Gruden, authenticity. And, yeah. And sure. when I when I sent out that tweet this week of uh, me and Gruden afterward. Uh, doing the little thing, and he's like, "Where'd you get that visor, man? I'm gonna lift you. You left in the back of the car." And he's like, "Hey, Frank!" Like he's doing yeah. an impression of me. Doing yeah. Like people yeah. thought that was great because they hadn't seen that side of him. Right. And that that was the whole episode this week, seeing the other side of Gruden. Yeah, telling that story again though too is the best part. Is that that little tweet oh, right. you put out uh, where Derek Carr's behind you, and yeah. you're like, "Look at that! If I if I, look at it again, because he's not even involved in it. Right. He's watching you do." Gruden, he's watching Gruden do Gruden, and Carr's face does the the, the thing. It gets little, it gets he's little, living. Mark Schlereth yeah. does that whenever he sees me too. Yeah, he starts, starts doing the, the face, f- and then everybody in the area is doing the face. Yeah, which is hilarious. Which if they would have gotten wide shots of some of the stuff oh. going on while I was doing the comedy, those like Gruden was so red. If I I didn't even know where he was. Again, if I'd have looked over, I'd be like, man, you could lead Santa's sleigh with that face, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, anything else you've been thinking about? I just like the whole thing, too. You guys have been touching about like how the authenticity of these players are really shining. Like Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. I'll just think about that one last point. I mean, this is a guy that's overcome everything. Yeah. Like, oh, a yeah. chance is the Oakland Raiders right now. Yeah. And like you saw in the first episode, the defensive lineman, I can't remember his name now, he's so far gone, didn't <laughs> right. capitalize yeah. on that chance. But it looks like Darren Waller is working hard to make sure he gets that second chance in this league. Yeah. And where Antonio yeah. Brown, he doesn't even care about chances. He just knows he's that good. Yeah, he, he know, That's yeah. part of the problem. I think he knows how good he is. He knows you can't get rid of him. He's... Mm-hmm. You know he's he he's Teflon at this yeah. point. It's everything's going. On. You also want to, were uh, talking earlier about Glennon. You yeah, Mike bi- Glennon really uh, he he keeps on proving himself. I mean, he was a Cardinal last year. Yeah, and I thought they signed him to be a backup quarterback for five six years, kind of like we have Drew Stanton here over the years. But oh. unfortunately, we went a completely different direction. The glory right? years. Remember, remember when you, remember we were talking earlier about how when your friends know your girlfriends are crazy. Yes. Yeah, your sports friends know when you're mm-hmm. crazy about your football quarterbacks. You shouldn't be crazy about. You should never once say, "God, I wish we had those Drew Stanton years." Those are so good years. <laughs> well, remember, <laughs> remember that's so Glennon, true, John. Yeah. <laughs> Glennon was signed. So he was going to be the Bears' savior, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, remember he was signed. Yeah. He was in Tampa. Tampa. And then he went to the Bears, and he got a huge contract. Yeah. So hey, Toledo, you got something. Ken, as a Seattle Seahawks fan, all I got to say is Matt Flynn was supposed to be our savior as yeah. well. Don't don't dive into your backup yeah, yeah. quarterbacks. Oh. Nobody cares yeah. unless yeah. somebody goes down because if they go down, your season's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. That's what, but the thing yeah. is, Palmer went down a lot. Got Brett Stanton Humbley had a lot of play yeah. time. And Stanton usually did perform well. Like he could be a starting Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it's not Stanton. It was never performed well. Stop Another it. thing I noticed this whole episode. Let's talk too. about Jake Plummer. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Kevin Cobb. I'm sure you have a jersey well, somewhere in the back of your closet. Don't make me Frank, you need, to, you need to have Ken have a uh, backup quarterbacks podcast where he breaks down all of them. <laughs> Tom that Tupa, would be so awesome. Tom Tupa, 379 yards, five <laughs> oh picks. <my> <laughs> and he punches. Yeah, any of the first person. 
person to do a two-point conversion. <laughs> yes, the guy yeah. punted. Yeah, he's a legend in your uh, Hall of Fame. He knows hey, Ohio this be- State quarterback yeah. punt. He knows th- Ken knows this better than his X-Men back issues. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can compete with that pretty hardcore with that. My backup oh, quarterbacks and X-Men back issues. All right, Corbin's been waiting good. the whole time. Every, anybody got any final points on oh, Hard Knocks? Because Corbin's been waiting the whole episode. He's got some basketball rant he wants to oh, do. It's, it's all good. Uh, it's something, all, something all that— All I want to say is— all I want to say is, Frank, before we go to the basketball rant, I now want, as, as someone who plays Solomon Grundy, the only person that plays Solomon Grundy in the flesh, Ken, you'll appreciate this, yes. I want the Gruden Grundy. I want you as <laughs> Gruden fully made up as Solomon Grundy yes. coming out of the swamp. That the world nice. needs that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know right. Monday. <laughs> Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. <laughs> oh, Score. That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, that's what – and it, honestly, that's kind of what I want a little more of this podcast to evolve into. A, a lot of the pop culture stuff, uh, Scott Long, uh, comedian, stand-up comedian, uh, writer uh, for a lot of different things, done a lot of sports casts as well. Drew, you're an actor, a big sports fan, kind of, kind of like a guy, you know – a guy, we're all kind of guys, Pimp. guys, uh, and we're all ruggedly handsome. Yeah. Uh, there, <laughs> and, and then I looked at Ken and John. Oh, you're Skeletor and Beast Man. It's Squidward and Ken. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Yeah. You, uh, I'm Squidward. You, you, no, you me play. Paint. Uh, what's Squidward. his name? Maul in uh, in uh, Avengers. Uh, the uh, who's the guy who's that? Uh, Tony Stark calls him Squidward. Squidward. Um, he, he if with the uh, son of uh, Thanos, one of the one of the wizards for Thanos. No. I'm going to go grab it. Apparently it's this, not coming. It's something mall. It's something mall. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe it's <laughs> not a big pop culture reference show. Uh, <laughs> That's what you want this podcast yeah, to be. I mean, to be honest. Yeah, I wanted to get like, there. You, you're scrambling for memory. I thought Ken would know it. <laughs> Ebony Maw. Ebony Maw. <laughs> not Maul. Ebony Maw. There you go. Wait a minute. I look like Ebony Maw. I'm going Darth Yeah, you got like your bald head. You're thinner. His name is Ebony. But he no he's no he's not black or anything like he's, uh-huh. he's like a, a he's a sorcerer. That's got to be some sort of appropriation. Okay, uh, I mean, Ivory uh, Maw. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Ivory, Ivory, Ivory Maw. <laughs> Holy cow! Jeez, oh, I was going to say Tom Tupa. <laughs> yeah, there's a little Tupa in okay, there. Okay, well, let me go Gary Hogeboom on you guys next. <laughs> now you're talking. Holy cow! All right. <laughs> I don't even know if I even have a rant now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can you can cut it, but then you won't have talked the whole show. Yeah. I, okay, I guess you're right. What, out there. What you got no, dressed up for? I'm going to make yeah, yeah. And it, what did you see on social media this week that got, that was clickbait that made you mad? It's that's what it is. It's uh, it's, it's all that's all I know. Okay, I know what you're going to talk about if it's basketball. Go. You do. I bet you. All right. Is it guess, Devin Booker. Yes, it is. Oh, Thank this you. Drove me Thank you. It drove nuts. me crazy Go. too. All right. Okay. Let's go, Corbin. NBA fan. Two months and two days until it starts. One more thing uh-huh. before you get to the full thing. Of course. The Sklar Brothers coming up at the end, a crazy rant, and the full uh, episode of that, uh, the full interview with that on Alan Frank later this week. So, All right. Devin Booker, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so we're watching, you know, NBA fans are usually at this point watching summer workouts and NBA players are retweeting their highlights or whatever. You see Cody Mello, whatever. Devin Booker was on a run with Joe Kim Noah, Tony Snell, um, I'm missing. Oh, um, Ben Simmons, other NBA players, and he was looking pretty good, getting some shots up. You know, looking like Devin Booker when he's on that 70 point terror and all that good stuff. At one point in this game, this happened yesterday. 
Devin Booker gets double teamed. Like, sort of. It's, it's uh, open gym. Open it's gym. Just, just a regular gym. Right. Exactly. And he passes I turned down my it. invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, of I course. thought you were going to come. And then he gets into an exchange with Joe Kim Noah going, basically, nah, man, you know, we ain't double teaming here. It's just open, it's open gym. I'm just yeah. trying to play or, or work on my skills right. or whatever. And, and that part right there, that line has like drawn the fire of just NBA Twitter and really sports fans at large. Because one, I mean, open gym, I get it. You're an NBA player, I get it. You're working on your skills. Guess what? Splitting a trap, passing off a double team, like those are skills yeah. that you could work on, being one of the focal points, if not the focal point, of the Phoenix Suns. And then this is the same game in which earlier he had a highlight where he crossed up Ben Simmons, was talking up some trash about him. Again, Ben Simmons playing at half speed in this game, by the right. way. But also saying, oh, I'm working hard, man. I'm trying to get to the playoffs. Oh, you're not going to see double teams in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Like, like, what are you Well, well the worst like, part about it is he's standing in the corner. He's trapped himself. And I, was it Simmons that was on him at that yeah. point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Noah comes over to double. Exactly. And he traps himself and he kind of he makes a dumb move. and Horrible kind of pass, by the way, and he, too. Yeah, he throws it just into the guy's hand. Yeah. He goes, come on, guys. We double team in, in, court, in uh, open gym. And uh, Noah's like, it's in the game. Yeah. Basically, EA sports him. It's in the game. Yeah. <laughs> and he For says, real. it's part of the game. And he goes, yeah. man, just work on your game. Yeah. And Devin starts telling these guys, work on your game. I, 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 that was the moment I knew Devin Booker will never amount and to more than what, what I'm, he is. Exactly. And that's what yeah. I was going to say. I'm not really a huge fan of Devin Booker. Yeah. A whole, you know, I call it empty calories, all these yep. points, crappy team. And I get it. Like, there's only so high a level that you can raise yep. a, a, a pretty bad Phoenix Suns team over the last couple of years. But with that type of mindset and you being yeah. the leader of this team, that that's that's just not going to cut it. And Devin Booker is a leader. I mean, you have Ricky Rubio, who has more experience. But at this point, Ricky Rubio is like an average. He's the Drew Stanton of, of it, the ex- Suns. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. That's it's literally true. perfect. Yeah. And, if that's, <laughs> and if that's the mentality that you're going to have, and, and of course, there's one yeah. in just innocent clip out of just this random workout. But if that's the mindset you're going to express, yeah. then you can't hope to lead any team anywhere of significance, especially as a pro athlete with any ounce of competitive fire, because I can say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get off skills that I would never get off an NBA game, but you're an NBA player. Drew, you said you played in celebrity uh, basketball games and stuff. I played in one here with uh, uh, Michael Irvin. It was amazing. Whoa. We had Michael Irvin, Anquan Bolden, Josh McCown, who was the most athletic person I've ever played basketball with. Wow. And it was wow. Michael Irvin. And had, a backup quarterback. This was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very good one. <laughs> Got Ken's fires. Oh, oh, uh, Michael Irvin had just turned 40. This was probably 13, 14 years ago. Mm. And uh, he saw Josh McCown do a windmill dunk in the middle of the game. And then he saw Anquan Bolden, the young kid, do another dunk. And they're talking. And Michael Irvin was on my team. I hit a shot. And so I got a pass on the next trip down the floor. And the next thing I know, I hear, give me the ball. <laughs> and he's standing next to me. I'm like, what? And we're on the same team. Give me the ball. <laughs> and I kind of like held it like a baby. Like, no. <laughs> no. Mine. And he mine. takes the ball from his own teammate, <laughs> shoots it, and hits it. And he goes, I'm 40. You can't stop me. That's- and I'm like, we're on the same team. <laughs> Go down the floor the next time. Give me the ball. I'm like, well, just point, give him the he I'm scored, a man. Uh, yeah, he scored, 40. he scored 30 plus points because no one was allowed to have. You dribbled the ball, Michael. was <laughs> going to be next to you. He played the best defense against his own team. He was the kid yeah. on the YMCA team. <laughs> yeah. That's the selfish kid that steals the ball exactly. from his own guys. But back to the point you're making, <laughs> in that charity basketball game <laughs> he had such competitive spirit mm-hmm. as an athlete that he wanted to show no 
I'm the best one on the floor. I don't care what you got. And he might not be. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, yeah. And then and then he scared a small Jewish man in the locker room. Because <laughs> that's Michael. Because Michael walked in and goes, excuse me, I'm sorry. And he dropped his pants. He's like, oh. and, the, and the dude literally, I know him really well, just runs out. <laughs> Michael Irvin just showed me this humongous wang. He said, well, I got to wash this. I need help from a lawyer. I don't know. I I love that imp- impression because it sounds like my, if Michael Irvin and Tracy, Tracy Morgan, Morgan had, had a baby. baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it's, it's, it. So, it, it, and I will watch that show. Yeah, when he oh everybody'd watch it when he's on the uh, NFL Network and he gets worked up, he turns into a crazy Tracy Morgan. <laughs> we have to get this done, Kurt. There's no way the Cowboys don't go thirteen three. I don't think that's gonna this happen, man, Michael. Gonna happen, Tracy. You're crazy. No, that's not gonna happen, you Michael. You make me go beast mode. Give me the ball. No, give me the give ball. Me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Yeah, give me, here's the ball in your face. I'm fifty two. I'm. I don't know how old I am. <laughs> I am DB. I me. Hit by Walmart truck. <laughs> Walmart took away your age. <laughs> We're going to hell. He's six years old because he got restarted. And my control alt delete. <laughs> I got I got affected by the snap. Oh man, what just oh, I don't know what just happened, but yeah. we uh, that was. Then the I have to do it now. Slash- Did somebody say fifty-two? Cause ain't no mistakes in this world. Ray Lewis, no Ray. five-two. Five-two's me. Five-two coming now. Five plus two is seven. That's how old Tracy Morgan is now. Got run over by an eighteen-wheeler. What's one minus eight? Seven. Five plus two. Ain't no mistake. <laughs> It's God. Michael Phelps and I are God. God, I killed two men to become a better man myself. Oh, my God. I live in a garage with no walls. Oh Nobody knows this. <laughs> Sorry. When you, when you get home, you're going to raise your, your, your garage door and Ray Lewis yeah, he's gonna be standing there. I heard you. Night. Why'd you do that? I've been here for seven minutes. Ain't no mistakes. <laughs> And then license plate is seven five two seven five two seven five plus two seven seven. That's me twice. You get saved by a hero. I, I it's go Michael Irvin. Give me the ball. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're gonna do so, NFL. Back to Matt Stover. I'm about to say yeah. that's, that's, that's Stover's story. Going. He told was that was that when, when his daughter went to prom, he had Ray Lewis on his porch when the, his daughter's date got there. Yeah, that was very effective. not on my watch. This ain't happening on my watch. Not in Baltimore. Not my own town. You'll be back by seven. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Seven. Five plus two. Five plus two is seven. I can make seven out of anything. Give me a number. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. One plus four, and then add two more. It rhymes. It ain't a mistake. So we have to get there. You have to get there. Follow me to the garage. Where do you buy drywall? It's impossible to find. <laughs> I'm not sequitur. All right. That's uh, that's the end of this portion of the show. We got the Scalar brothers, and it's actually uh, that segment is a lot like yeah, this. just like it ends and flows right <laughs> it, into the next where video. some of it makes sense, some of it doesn't, and we don't really care about it. Scott Long, uh, tell them where they can find you online. ScottComedy.com. And uh, remember when Charlie Murphy used to be on the Chappelle Show and would tell stories about Prince? Yeah. Holmgren needs his own segment every week about Michael Irvin. <laughs> about my times with Michael Irvin. <laughs> Holmgren or yeah. Holmberg? Close Hol- enough. Mike Holmgren. Holmberg. Holmgren can do it. <laughs> I want you, I like you, I want you to you wear the, the mustache. <laughs> Next week, you have to wear the Holmgren mustache. Ah, uh, it was a time. And you can borrow my jersey. Uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Indianapolis. We only know yeah. about Tom. We don't know yeah. about you. So. <laughs> All right. We'll figure it out. Drew, you got anything coming up right now? 
Uh, yeah, I got a couple things, uh, but I can't remember what they are. <laughs> He's opening a, uh, a CBD uh, store. Exactly. You've forgotten everything. Yeah, that's right. We all just we all just open pot stores here in California. <laughs> right. You're going to be uh, doing some voiceover work for the Colts, though. That's uh, one I, of the I, things. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if it's a secret or not, but I don't think it is. So uh, I don't not anymore. Last year, it, it's uh, it's so fun. I get to do the voiceover for the hype video, and my buddy Joe Manganiello is a Pittsburgh guy, so we have dueling. Uh, he does the voiceover for the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers, and I do it for the Colts. So we, uh, it's fun. It's fun to to get to be uh, the super fan. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's but great. Yeah. No, man, this is so much fun. I've ha- I had way too much fun doing this yeah. podcast. Oh, excellent. That. Very good. Thank you for. Let's uh, do it again. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you back. Uh, let's see. Corbin, uh, anything going on in the library this week? You no, know, it's been pretty <laughs> slow. Quiet. <laughs> we just not make it through Friday. The bunch of local libraries people. It's all I got. <laughs> they're, they're dying. They're dying. I mean, we're trying that to That was my first flow. ever job, versatile. Corbin. I'm with you, bro. Right, I appreciate First it. job was yes. at the library. It's the best place. Right there. All right. Ken, tell us about Drawn to Comics. We got like artist David Deloso is going to be coming to the store tomorrow. Explain him. To say who he is. Um, he is a professional comic artist and photographer, and he just Who's makes his, his backup? comics. Who's his backup? Yeah. Uh, his backup <laughs> is Mandy Deloso. I don't know. Oh, my God. There actually is one. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Top three backup X-Men. Go. Top three backup X-Men. Okay. I am going to go with um, – <laughs> X-23, which is the clone of Wolverine. All right. Okay. okay. Wow. Female. Let's go there. Let's Logan. go with um, let's go with Longshot as a backup X-Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's go with Havoc as a backup X-Man. Little brother to Scott Cyclops. Summer, Cyclops. All right. Uh, those are uh, those seem third string to me. Wow. That is, <laughs> yeah. uh, that is preseason X-Men. All right. Uh, Sklar Brothers coming up. A big riff. The rest of the interview on Alan Frank Try to Be Serious later this week. And uh, thanks for listening, man. I'll tell you what. It's been pretty (laughs) tremendous. Let's get some snacks. (laughs) Boof. Yeah, he... Yeah, know, win and run, 91. He Dan Gladden was the Chuck, Chuck Knobloch of his time. He yeah. was kind of fast for a white guy. <laughs> Which but, I believe became a songwriter. Kind of fast, fast for, for a, a white, white guy. guy. And, and Paul Molitor. Yeah. You know, I thought Molitor was one of the Avengers. You know, I thought Paul Molitor... You've <laughs> never seen Paul Molitor and John Stockton in the same room, you know? John Stockton, oh. Paul Molitor, and Jackson Brown. Never seen never the three seen of them, them in the together. same room. Here's another one you've never seen in the same room. Uh, uh, Mike Holmgren, Andy Reid, Craig Stadler, and Wilfred Brimley could be the same, same person. Guy. And they're same all guy. trying to sell you oatmeal oh, all the time. You know it. And and old and never oatmeal die. and diabetes. Shoes. Remember when you guys wanted to get to the podcast and start it? <laughs> yeah, remember no, that? Oh yeah. I, I said let's get to the podcast. I don't remember. Long time ago. Yeah, I drove a long way for this. Okay, all right. Uh, let's I, was, get I got a big day. I made. Uh, I canceled it. Why isn't this the podcast? This is the podcast. This is the podcast. This is it. We're going now that there's no Garrison Keeler. This is right. This is the new Wobagon. He, he had uh, no idea. He touched a He breast. was like, whoa, and <laughs> he touched, I'm done. Touched All right, I have no idea how this is going to fit into the Caliendo cast. Uh, we don't Frank care. Comic- it doesn't matter whatsoever. John Holmberg and I are here. Uh, yeah. We're missing Corbin and Ken, but that doesn't matter. Uh, we are getting right to the Sklar brothers. Yes. Uh, Randy and Jason. The new Corbin and Ken. Hello. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> told them yet, nope, John. Not yet. The new Corbin and Ken. Same as the old Corbin, Corbin and Ken. Ken. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Is that there's you guys have like magic tricks? Yeah, no, Are no. you? Is it magic? Uh, this okay. So this is I have to ask magic. before we get into some of the sports stuff. Like, maybe we don't even have to. We don't have. We, we have can to get it all. We haven't it. established this podcast enough for to no. people to know what. There's it is. no theme here. Um, but is it magic? Is it a magic trick or sorcery? Because mm. when people want me to do impressions, I'm like, it's more of a magic trick yeah. than sorcery. I have a bag of tricks that I know how to get to. And uh, except I think you improvise really well as those you guys both do as the so to me, the key to being a great to doing a great impression of someone is to be able to fully it's like an acting exercise, fully inhabit that character and then improvise as that person. So you're not improvising as John Holmberg. You're improvising as Chris Berman. So it's a different... You have to like plug into a different thing. We can sclar brother the Bermans. Me. Well, you know, we've always thought to ourselves... We're very similar to the Sklar brothers in the fact that we finished each other's sentences. We have that too. Okay, I understand exactly what you were going to... We have different things we finished. And sometimes there are... You know, situations where... Yep. yep. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm sorry I interrupted. I didn't mean to do that. That happens all the time. And I, 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 well, but the, the key is right. never talk over. Ever. They, well, they, or right. Disrupt. Of yeah, course. What I and I wouldn't dream of doing that. And say what you will. And I will. And you did. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, you know, it, it, it's because it's... Well, we all do it for the right reason. But but we're here together. Nobody... Circles the comedic wagons like like the Buffalo Bills. I said, well, we you know, there's different avenues, different ways. Like I said, we're in some bring it back. See, right. You know, you know what we did? We we brought on. This will never end. Brought on. Pull them out of the vortex. We're deep. We're deep. We're pulling them out. See what you will. You know what we need? We need a Stephen A. Smith. We need. I mean, come on, Skip. What are we talking about? I was on a go-to meeting with Kobe Bryant, and I sat down. I said, come on. Man, what are we talking about? The ball, ball, and Lonzo Ball. Come on! I have to say <laughs> that we need to bring this down a second, my brothers. <laughs> I understand when you lose the breath. That is not of the uncertainty or unfathomability. <laughs> that is that of Chris Berman. Both of these characters lose their breath and continue to play, not unlike the great trumpet players of history. But he kept talking, he kept breathing, and he kept talking. He and kept I talked talking, to Kobe Bryant last night. I was in a hot air balloon with Antonio Brown, and we were talking about the Raiders and I... <laughs> Come on, Skip! You're not on with Skip Come anymore. on, Shannon! You're not on with Shannon. Come on, Skip! <laughs> you have to know who your partner is, and I do. <laughs> Max Hedrum. <laughs> it's not. That's the way, Coca-Cola. <laughs> that's the only way. They, that's why ESPN. The thing about ESPN paid Stephen A. Smith $5 million. Was it five? Something like that. $5 billion a yeah. year. And now they have him host everything. Like, here we are at the NBA Finals. And we have two and a half hours to fill. And that's what I am going to be screaming the entire time. Uh, Stephen, the mic uh, does amplify your voice. Just, but, but, and, and exactly. But not to the entire United States. And Outside of that, we're going outside the contiguous. We're going overseas. We're understanding ourselves. We are going to every simplified directionification that is possible. I just spit more than Lou Holtz. Looking at her. I tried to find a word and couldn't get to it. A juicy steak. That's what I was thinking. A juicy steak. The truth was 
I didn't want to offend the vegetarian audience. <laughs> skip, 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 skip. Could I interrupt for just a second? Skip, Shannon, yeah. Shannon, skip. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. we we are for sure. Mm-hmm. Skip. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, oh, thank you, Shannon. Uh, I I don't really do a skip. It, well, I only do Stephen Collins. <laughs> From Seven Heaven. <laughs> Is that Stephen Collins? Uh, that's my Stephen. On, that's my Stephen. Hold on. I, have I don't got idea. another Stephen. I have a riffing idea, mm-hmm. a way to go, mm-hmm. something that will bridge us. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. Mel Kuyper Jr. <laughs> right. and Shannon's... Shannon, Shannon Sharp. I wanted to call him Shannon Smith, but Shannon I'm Doherty. Stephen A. Shannon Clark. Shannon Doherty. Shannon Smith. The she Shannon was a, a problem. I was on the phone with Ian Zeering and then went on an APB thing out there with the other Brandon, whatever his name is. Brandon Walsh. I went to Brandon Walsh. I went to Ian Zeering. I spoke with in a seance. With a Ouija board. I talked to Luke, Dylan, Luke Perry. Dylan McCaffrey was his name. Nope. I think that was his name. I like how the uh, the Sklar brothers sell the impression to just with energy. to hypertension levels, mm-hmm. yeah. like red faces, <laughs> blood pressure medication not doing its job. It hurts. It's oh, impressive. We're not doing it because we aren't as talented as you guys. Please, Screaming. we're just Screaming. doing it because we need it. And now <laughs> we diverge not back. We understand. We know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, from the it. from the the bunker that is Dick Toledo's. Mm-hmm. Hide away. You're you're probably hitting the cough button underneath no, the not. table. No, it's at some this. Point. It's coming undone. It's coming undone. Just like Stephen. That's just right. like me. Right. On our way. <laughs> Even though there was a cough. Coming undone. Yeah, I, we didn't know just there like was a cough ch- button. Just like Charles Barkley. That's terrible, Ernie. Don't see those guys. That's terrible, Ernie. This, this one's going to get annoying. Ernie Lawson. Promise. Lawson. Tell Ernie. Ernie, tell okay. Kenny to tell Shaq to tell Ernie to Lawson. Wait a second. How do we diverge from the <laughs> Steve, from Stephen A. Smith bringing Stephen, up Stephen, what was going Kenny, to happen? Tell Kenny to Mel Kuyper Jr. Hey, to tell hey, me. Hold on. Hey, I was in Kazale. Shaq, I was a genie dog. Ernie, tell Kenna to tell Shaq to tell Ernie to Lawson. I put an ice house sleeve Lawson. on Lawson, Ernie. How my ass tastes. Lawson, Ernie. <laughs> That's an actual quote. Oh, of course. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> not on this program. Though. I understand. <laughs> Hold on. And now, <laughs> Shannon Sharp. Gip, gip, please. Gip. And Mel Kuyper Jr. Confu- confused at who's in the room. Gip. Todd. Gip. Todd. Gip. Todd. Gip. Todd. 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 Gip. Todd. Todd. Skip. Tip. Todd. Tip. Skip. Tip. Todd. Skip. Please. I thought it would have been better. I apologize. All right, so that's how the first 10 minutes went with the Sklar brothers. Uh, pretty crazy. Uh, not uh, not a ton of direction, but a whole lot of fun. Uh, I don't know what you'd call that. Maybe an impression off. Uh, maybe some sort of uh, impression stravaganza. What are you, what are you doing, Toledo? Uh, uh, it's like ping pong, like impression yeah, ping pong. Yeah, uh, uh, but playing with multi, multi-ball ping pong is what it was. Uh, over at Alan Frank, we get on to the full discussion of Gruden. And a little bit more insight into me going to talk to the Raiders. But when I talked to them and we got into it at that point, it was actually before it had aired. So we talk a little bit about it on this podcast today, earlier in the podcast. But that there's a little different slant uh, because we didn't know how it was going to come off on television yet. So uh, that's it. You got the Sklar brothers. Uh, thank you very much to them. Thank you to Drew Powell uh, from the Gotham and everything he's done. Uh, by the way, the Sklar brothers, you can check out their view from the cheap seats 
on their podcast. Their podcast is uh, available all over Apple Podcasts or uh, iTunes or it's what people are calling it nowadays, Google Play, and uh, just uh, YouTube as well. So uh, for everybody here at the Caliendo Cast, uh, thank you very much for listening, and uh, go get a snack, man. <laughs>